When it comes to some of the drinks that have reached an international presence in recent times, the drink that comes to mind for me is boba, otherwise known as bubble tea, pearl tea, etc. This being the tea-based drink with a key characteristic of tapioca pearls or boba, and this has made its way into the international market from the small tea shop in only a few decades. This is the weekly niche podcast where we dive into a new topic every week. This week's niche is boba slash bubble tea. My name is Lauren Gummering, and I'll be explaining the history of boba and its effect on our communities. Especially in Southern California and in the very vicinity of Chino Hills High School, boba has amassed a cult-like following among young people, including myself. Throughout my childhood and into the present, I've consumed many cups of this drink. Though I'm not a culinary expert in any way, I do enjoy consuming these drinks, maybe a bit too often than I like to admit. For me, when I think of boba, I think of the good times I would have tarot drinks if I got good grades in elementary school, or maybe some of the more recent times that I've had getting boba with my classmates only last year in ninth grade. But boba is not an entirely new phenomenon. In fact, it dates back to 1980s Taiwan. There are two claims to the genesis of the drink, one being from the Hanlin Tea Room in Tainan, and the other being from the Chen Shui Tang Tea Room in Taichung. The Hanlin Tea Room claims that its owner was inspired by white tapioca balls and made tea with tapioca pearls that he found in the market. And the Chen Shui Tang Tea Room claims that its manager randomly poured uh, tapioca pearls in an iced tea drink, which was then well received. Despite these rivaling claims, the drink has made it mainstream in international culture. When it comes to the U.S., boba first made its way via the arrival of the Taiwanese immigrants in Southern California, namely around the Los Angeles and San Gabriel area. Tapioca Express and Quickly were the first two boba chains present, though the following decades would see more and more boba chains make their way to the States. The Taiwanese-American communities that would spring up introduced many Taiwanese-born Americans and the surrounding communities to the drink. And since then, the market has exploded as the drink shifted to mainstream culture. Not only has the drink been exclusive to the Taiwanese community, but has expanded to the Pan-Asian and the mainstream world. Nowadays, instead of quickly in Tapioca Express, franchises such as Share Tea, Seven Leaves, Kung Fu Tea, Gong Cha, and many more have sprung up. In a way, boba adds to the ever-growing menu of immigrant foods that have filled the bellies of many people residing in the U.S., a place where you can get food from a dozen different countries on one block. In our community, the so-called boba market, as I would call it, is dominated by Share Tea and Seven Leaves, both of which are extremely popular among the student population at Chino Hills High School. Both exemplify chief characteristics I associate with its market and the greater international community. Out of curiosity, I did a poll on my Instagram story, and it seems like the student body is split 50-50 when it comes to the preferences between Share Tea and Seven Leaves. Share Tea, uh, which was founded in 1992 Taiwan, is currently the number one boba chain in the world right now, boasting over 500 locations in 18 countries. It boasts a large menu with many varieties of drinks that represent the growing market of different drinks, including fruit mojitos, classic milk teas, fruit teas, and my personal favorite, their signature Tokyo Happy Family. Conversely, Seven Leaves was founded two decades later in the year of 2012 by Vietnamese Americans in Southern California, exemplifying the growing number of boba chains made by entrepreneurial Asian Americans. It started in Garden Grove and is spreading across Southern California and across some Southwest states like Nevada and Texas. Though it has a somewhat simple menu when compared to Share Tea, 
Its founder said that he seeks to represent different cultures in their 15 drinks by incorporating ingredients like mung bean and taro root. From the simple styrofoam cup that first served boba in the early days of its introduction into the United States, the drink has evolved into many different forms that have become their own fan favorites. From the cheese film to the health-conscious options that have been popularized, now, depending on who you ask, there's over 200 types and flavors. Much like how Starbucks introduced the concept of meeting up and hanging around coffee shops, Boba has definitely had a place in many social lives of those people around him, especially around the ethnic enclaves where the Taiwanese immigrants of the 20th century first came, including Monterey Park, San Gabriel, and many more. Even in the emerging areas of, say, Chino Hills, these have had boba chains established and subsequent customers consume more and more of the drink. The infamous phrase, wanna get boba after school, was one I heard and said so many times on campus. Many students would venture out after school and in our community to the boba places of Share Tea and Seven Leaves. Boba is a comfort food for many students and Chino Hills is no different. Even just a drink, a simple consumable item has become somewhat of a symbol for Asian Americans, especially in California. For some, it's a symbol of Asian culture that has been absorbed into the melting pot of American tastes, and maybe for others, it's the embodiment of casual consumerism. It's for me, it's not that deep. It's just a drink that I like to consume along with all the other food that I enjoy. I love it, and I miss those times when I used to go out and hang around with my friends at Share Tea after school. I know I'm not the only one who has enjoyed boba, millions of people around the world also consume it, but boba has enjoyed a spread with ongoing globalization, spreading its reach not only to Taiwan, but also the surrounding countries, and then the United States, and then subsequently the rest of the world. It's grown from a drink at a Taiwanese tea house to a drink that can arguably rival Starbucks in popularity. At the end of the day, it's just a drink, but also the memories that we have that go along with it are undeniable. The Weekly Niche is made as a part of the Bark Podcast Network, which is a student-run organization of podcasters from Chino Hills High School. Please support our podcast by checking out our Instagram at Podcasting or by visiting our website where you can access all of the network's original podcast series. Links to both of those will be in the description if you're interested. And thank you for listening and tune in next week for another new niche. See you then!